Welcome to Creative Biolabs. We provide reliable oncolytic virus therapy development services for clients globally. Our service covers all aspects from virus engineering, cell biology, to animal testing. We have archived professional academic reports and the latest scientific progress on oncolytic virus therapy by making it into a podcast column. You can subscribe us to follow the latest updates on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Our guest today is Jensen. Jensen is a specialist in oncolytic virotherapy of gene engineering. Welcome, Jensen. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here today. Hello to everyone. Before we dive into today's topic, would you mind giving us a background on your research focus and interest? Yeah, sure. I, uh, the last couple of years my work has been focused on the tumor targeting of oncolytic adenoviruses using bispecific adapter proteins. Basically we are trying to improve the efficacy of oncolytic virotherapy entered into solid tumor cells. Thank you Jensen. It's interesting. Tell us what made you want to study the bispecific molecular adapter proteins and help with tumor cells efficient uptake of oncolytic virus? Of course. Tumor selectively replicating oncolytic adenoviruses based on serotype 5 are promising tools to treat solid tumors. However, their effective delivery to the tumor has always been challenging. So you know, I think this is the area that still needs a lot of work, and I have always been interested in oncology and cancer treatment, and here I am. Actually, people have tried several strategies of molecular retargeting to equip adenoviruses with molecular features and upgrade their uptake by tumors, and to protect healthy tissue from damage. Using bispecific molecular adapter proteins based on the ectodomane of the coxsackievirus and adenovirus receptor linked to tumor ligands of choice, we can conveniently achieve transductional retargeting. So why is adenovirus serotype 5? If you would recall the history and the nature of adenovirus serotype 5, Tumor, selectively replicating, oncolytic, adenoviruses based on adenovirus serotype 5 have been established during the last two decades, and recently observed in clinical trials in glioblastoma patients, we had the first promising results with advanced oncolytic adenovirus variants. One thing to note here, adenovirus serotype 5 strong infectious and lytic capabilities require tight regulation of infection in a tumor cell specific manner to minimize damage to healthy tissue and remember some key characteristics of oncolytic adenoviruses are genetic modifications that have been introduced to these adenoviruses facilitate selective virus replication in response to carcinogenesis related molecular alterations in tumor cells these modifications have been defects in the early genes E1A or E1B, and so they restrict replication to tumor cells with dysfunctional P53 or activated E2F. And by introducing tumor-specific promoters to restrict E1A expression and the onset of adenoviral replication in a tumor-selective manner, adenovirus can be transcriptionally retarget. But there are many significant obstacles that adenoviruses are facing at many levels, such as delivery to the tumor, the intratumor spread of infection, and pre-existing and induced immune responses. Sadly, 
the first prototypes of adenovirus serotype 5 based oncolytic viruses did not meet the high expectations in clinical trials. So, to overcome these obstacles, scientists have tried to modify the virus capsid in many ways, as part of a strategy referred to as transductional retargeting. That's impressive, Jensen. But how does adenovirus serotype 5 infect target cells? That's a good question. We are talking about a two-step process, involving a primary receptor for attaching the viral particle, and a second receptor responsible for intracellular signaling and endocytotic uptake of the particle. It has been assumed that the CAR, short for the Coxsackievirus and adenovirus receptor, is the primary receptor recognizing the fiber knob of the virus capsid. Subsequently, Cellular integrins bind to RGD motifs in pentin proteins located at the vertices of the viral capsid, and virus uptake is initiated. In vivo, serum factors like coagulation factors 9, 10, and complement binding protein C4 recognize the capsid protein's fiber and hexin, resulting in predominant delivery to the liver and low bioavailability for tumor infection. Additionally, the lack of CAR on tumor cells is responsible for insufficient delivery of adenovirus serotype 5 to the target tumor and low intratumor spread. We know that to achieve effective retargeting in vivo, especially after systemic injection, deleting serum factors binding sites might be necessary to reduce the hepatotropism of adenovirus serotype 5. Nevertheless, this two-step process provides interesting options to redirect the virus to target cells of choice. We can achieve retargeting by reducing or ablating the tropism-related motifs in capsid proteins, and by providing the viral capsid with alternative molecular address labels for specific binding of the virus on tumor cells. There are so far three broad strategies to recognize transductional retargeting of adenovirus serotype 5 and oncolytic variants. The first strategy uses the genetically stable integration of tumor cell-specific peptides or ligands into capsid proteins. A second approach is the replacement of complete domains or proteins by equivalents from different adenovirus serotypes or even from other virus species. And the third approach uses bispecific adapter molecules to bind to both the adenoviral capsid and the target cell. This allows rapid and convenient switching of the primary receptor for virus attachment and can result in a modified target cell tropism for the initial application round. Can you go into more details about the three strategies of adenovirus serotype 5? Of course. These strategies are really important for future clinical treatment. The first strategy, the integration of peptides into surface-exposed sites in capsid proteins to mediate binding to alternative cell surface structures. So the H-loop offiber, the C-termini of fiber and protein 9, and the hypervariable regions of hexan are suitable sites for ligand incorporation, such as the integrin binding RGD motif. Inserting a RGD motif into the knob domain offiber improves the ligand's ability to directly bind to integrins on CAR-deficient tumor cells, thereby improving tumor delivery and intratumor virus spread. And Yo can also inserting small peptides, mostly well tolerated by the fiber knob protein. But the insertion of larger, 
more complex ligands may severely interfere with virus stability and generation of infectious progeny. And many promising candidates for tumor ligands are not compatible with the cytoplasmic synthesis of the capsid proteins and nuclear assembly of progeny virions. The second retargeting approach is to replace the entire knob domain, including variable proportions of the fiber shaft, by analogous structures that facilitate the recognition of alternative primary receptors. The knob domains of alternative adenovirus serotypes recognize their target cells via CD46, desmogline, or sialic acids. They are more commonly expressed on cancer cells compared with CAR. Preserving the favorable features of already existing oncolytic adenovirus serotype 5, these can be pseudotyped using knob domains of alternative serotypes with more desired targeting properties. The structural similarity of the fiber knob proteins facilitates their genetic switch. Chimeric fibers harboring the knob domain of group B serotypes, such as AD3, have been used to reduce uptake by the liver and to improve tumor infection. The N-terminal tail domain of adenovirus serotype 5 fiber knob is required to stably connect the chimeric fiber with the pentan base at the vertices of the adenovirus serotype 5 capsid. However, the spectrum of primary receptors limits this approach and does not facilitate true tumor-selective targeting. This approach is challenging since the knob domain is required for proper folding of the fiber shaft and important in virus stability and generation of infectious progeny. So knob replacements for tumor-selective retargeting must support fiber trimerization and deliver a tumor-targeting ligand at the same time. Trimerization motifs like fibrotin can be used to complement for the loss of the knob domain. There are other alternative ligands, structurally more compatible with adenovirus generation, such as camelid antibodies, DARPINs, and aptamers, are still under investigation. Occasionally, xenogeneic proteins that combine trimerization, folding, and retargeting capacities can be used to replace the knob. However, those developments depend on the identification of suitable proteins that can meet all requirements of a knob replacement with retargeting properties. The third strategy modifies the cellular tropism of adenovirus using bispecific adapters. These adapters contain a capsid binding domain at one end and a tumor-selective ligand at the other end. You can look at it sort of like a molecular bridge, bispecific adapters redirecting the virus to tumor cells, thus bypassing the need for CAR as a primary receptor. This principle has been shown with knob-specific FAB antibodies for virus binding, linked to retargeting ligands recognizing FGF receptor 2 or epithelial cell adhesion molecule. Diabodies and a tumor target are promising alternatives that can be expressed as single agents. That's great. So Jensen, you have talked about the retargeting of oncolytic adenoviruses using bispecific adapter proteins and the three retargeting strategies. Anything else you want to add? Yeah. There is a highly versatile approach for the generation of bispecific adapters that do not require a virus-specific single-chain variable fragment. This approach uses a truncated, soluble form of the CAR receptor corresponding to the fiber knob-binding ectodomain, call its CAR. 
This approach was introduced by Curiel's group, who established an SCAR EGF adapter using the natural ligand of the epidermal growth factor receptor for improved adenovirus infection of tumor cells. The efficacy of soluble CAR-based adapters in retargeting of adenoviral vectors and oncolytic adenoviruses has been broadly confirmed using various tumor targets, such as HER2, CEA, and polysialic acid. Importantly, there has been reports of profound reduction of hepatic infection and prevention of hepatotoxicity after intravenous delivering adapter-treated oncolytic adenoviruses. We see more striking advantages with this approach. Soluble CAR adapters can be conveniently generated by PCR amplification of the CAR ectodomain from available templates and subsequent ligation to the coding sequence of the selected tumor ligand. Successful retargeting can be easily assessed by combining the adapter with an adenovirus, expressing a reporter gene for infection trials. If detailed characterization and subsequent studies in vivo are needed, we can just use conventional methods to express and purity the protein at a large scale. Jensen, thank you very much for your time today, and we're really happy to have you talk about the oncolytic adenovirus and the retargeting. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. No problem, thanks for having me.